everyone, and welcome back to the Fins Nation UK podcast, where he, where we're here talk all things Miami Dolphins. I'm as ever your host Andy Davis, and I'm this week. I'm joined by a returning guest. Back with us today is Matt Ablett. Matt, how are you? How have things been? Hey, Andy, I'm good, thank you. Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm trying to remain positive about the postseason, but uh, it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a very very sombre episode because I'm not exactly in the most positive mood either. But we will try and, I think, in the episode, try and find some positive to get our hopes up for and have some sort of faith because I think as fans, you've got to have some belief. Um, mm. But I think we also got to be realistic in what could happen. Um, so before we do go on to that, um, just your thoughts, Matt, on the overall uh, season of the Dolphins, of course, 11 and 6. Uh mm. Didn't win a division, which we all thought was going to happen, you know, just a month ago. Uh, obviously, we had a harder run down the stretch, but um, overall, happy with eleven and six and second place in the AFC East. Yeah, I guess if you'd asked me, would I have taken eleven and six at the start of the season? Probably yes, <laughs> but I think the way the season went, it 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 kind of was frustrating, wasn't it? And I think, um, you know, one of the reasons people have those narratives about the Miami Dolphins. Um, that tend to annoy us fans so much um, it's because there there's some truth to them right and it's true that you uh, that uh, the dolphins could only beat um teams with poor records and mediocre teams and when they came up against a big team they they would struggle and that was the the, the pattern of the season with the exception of uh I guess the one there was the Cowboys game of course but even that required you know three 50 yard plus field goals to to win that one. And also uh, the 15-yard the penalty. And also the fact that the Cowboys are basically the Dolphins of the NFC. They also can't be good teams. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, I never really got the hope of too much after that one. But still good but to that, get a record team beaten. Yeah, though I suppose the one that the other one that stands out is that Titans game. Um, oh, I mean, that, that, that was game the job. Says. Um, so, you know, if we'd won that, we would have gone into the Bills game. Um, I I guess the AFC East would have been won at that point, and we could have yeah. So we beat the Cowboys. That that have won the AFC East against the Cowboys. Obviously, we'd have had the Ravens game still going for the number one overall seed. But um, I think if you won that division, you could have afforded to rest players. Um, certainly in the Bills game, and you could have even probably maybe seen McDaniel rest players even earlier uh, against the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, it wasn't just about winning the AFC East um, last week. I think it was equally important to get that home field advantage. Um, I, and I think, you know, that's important for every team, but especially for this Miami team. And again, you know, it's a cliche, but, you know, we we beat teams in the South Florida sunshine in, in September. Um, but we, you know, we struggle on the road in Buffalo in, in, in December, January. Uh and as I say, it's it's the same old story, isn't it? And I hope it's a, I hope we flip that narrative tomorrow night. But you know, on the road, and we're, I'm sure we'll talk about weather. But on the road against the reigning Super Bowl champs, I know they're not the you know I know they're not perhaps not the team they were a year ago, the Chiefs. Um, but this looks like a tough test. Um, yeah, and I think in what could be the they're saying the third coldest game in NFL history. They're saying. Um, Friend yeah. Simon Clancy is actually going to the game. Uh, he came on, I, I think, it was after the Chiefs game in Germany. Um, so that's going to be a interesting occasion for for a warm weather team like Miami. <laughs> yes, uh, 
And uh, I don't know about you, but I've been um, obviously trying to translate these weather forecasts from from Fahrenheit to Celsius, so I get a, get some sense of what we're talking about. And I, I heard minus five, and then I put that into Celsius, and I'm like, whoa, that's actually minus twenty. <laughs> In... oh, when you put it like that, oh my god, that that sounds horrendous. <laughs> so yes, I, I hear Simon Clancy is uh, was he driving from Miami to Kansas? I think I saw a tweet saying it was, I think it was at an airport. It said, final stop, Kansas City, next stop, Chicago. So I got a feeling you did it that way, I think. I think I think you'd be crazy to drive in this weather. <laughs> yeah. In that, sorry, this weather, in that weather. Yeah. So so weather, I think, you know, it's it's um, it's going to play a factor, right? It, it must play, it must play a factor. Um, it must change how you approach the game and the plays you call and and, and so on. Um, this, you know, this idea of, you know, what's the passing game going to look like? The ball's going to be hard, potentially icy. Um, is it going to be, both teams are going to have to run the ball more than they would usually, um, which I think for Finns fans is, is, uh, is a good thing because we've been frustrated sometimes this season, certainly, you know, last week against the Bills, um, the run game seemed to be functioning. Um, certainly, first half, and Mike McDaniel seemed to seem to abandon it. Um, so maybe that's a that that's a good thing if we if we have to really think about that great ground game. Uh, HN um, Mostert is uh, is he still questionable? I'm not sure. What's I believe so. Yeah, I don't think he. I think the same thing with. I think Howard looks like he's out of the game. Uh, I don't know what happened with Baker and Van Ginkle, um, but I do think likes of Mostert and Waddle are going to be. I, I I believe it's going to be a game time, a, a day to day thing. I don't think we're going to know really, I think, until tomorrow night what it is for either of those guys. I think that even if most is healthy, I think we'll probably see more of A chain anyway for that reason. And I think we'll probably see, obviously, more of Tyreek Hill. I, I, think, I think we'll see Waddle and most of it, but I think we'll see it in very limited capacity. That, that's that's my, my prediction anyway for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's, uh, I, yeah, and again, I, I think the, uh, I, the, the Chiefs run game, um, you know, it, it isn't the best in the league. I think, um, you know, Pacheco's healthy now, isn't he? So he's playing. I think, you know, I think you'll see Mahomes probably running less than he would do ordinarily. Um, I mean, do you want to be, do you want to be escaping out the pocket and scrambling around and getting dumped? On icy cold turf, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh, question. I mean, he, he's one of the best at using his feet. I think, I think he's obviously. I think there. I think Lamar Jackson obviously is quicker, but I think Mahomes is definitely smart with his feet, and I think he knows when to use his feet at the right time. And I think that for us, thankfully as well, I think that it's um, you know the Chiefs have the fourth best pass defense in the league, where they're about middle of the road. I think they're about fifteenth or sixteenth when it comes to. Or, 16th worth when it comes to their run defense. So I think you're right about the whole run game thing because we've seen it not just in the game against Bills, you know, that was a game where I think it was 17 rush attempts in the first half. I think it was three in the second half. But we've seen it, you know, in the first stage of the Baltimore game as well, where the run game has worked. Uh, and mm. even against Bills last year in Buffalo in that week 14 snow game, which obviously good indication for this game, both being involved in snow. But I think with the way the, the picks two are throwing in recent games. I think with the way our run game 
has looked at times, especially if you've got most to an A-chain available. I think that has to be the, what, we, what we have to go for. I think with Daniel, this has to just keep going with it. He can't just get carried away and go, oh, I'm going to throw Tyree Kill now. Uh, I think he's got to be smart and just use, his, use, his, use the running backs more. And I think that should hopefully yeah. be what he does. But whether he does, I don't know. No, I, I agree. I, I hope that happens as well. I think, uh, you know, possibly for, for the first time this season, you know, we've got horrendous injuries elsewhere. But I think the O-line is 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 looking a little bit bit more consistent, at least. I know uh, Rob Hunt probably had a bit of a mare last last week, didn't he, with his first game back for a few weeks. I know he was, was he caught twice on ineligible downfield? I think he was twice, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, but he's back. Armstead is playing, I believe. Um, I know he, I know he didn't practice, but then again, he never does, does he? Lenny <laughs> uh, <Lovely> King. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, well, funny enough, you know, make make a football reference. I've been thinking this kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, um, you, you know, an FA Cup tie where a, a Premier League team goes to a, a kind of League Two team. Uh, in the middle of January, in the rain and the wet and the snow and the terrible pitch, and the big cliche is, well, it's a big leveler. So you know, I'm hoping these 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 crazy weather conditions. Um, I think you know, Chiefs are favourite, understandably, but I think these weather conditions could could make it a weird game. Um, you know, potentially low scoring. Um, so you know, strange things strange things could 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 happen. I think. Yeah, and mm. also we're hoping that it's going to be, you know, in our favour. And, um, you know, we've all, you know, I want to get your thoughts on Tua because he has been someone I had mm. split opinions on recent weeks, you know, certainly on the Finns Nation UK group chats we've got, on the Facebook page, uh, on socials. I think everyone's got a different opinion on him. But what's your take on him? What What's your take on Tua? Because he, he has, for me personally, I said it before, I said it last week and before, I think that... Really, he does fail in a lot of these big games. Look at the the Titans game in that rookie year. You look at the Bills game the year or the other round. And you look at the last season, you can't really talk about it because the injury was there. But this season, you look at the uh, the actual... I don't think it's too bad, actually, in the Eagles game. But um, certainly, I think against the Chiefs in Germany, uh, against the Ravens, against the Bills... Um, he has struggled. Now, I will say, you know, it's good that he's had a full season. His first full season, he's played every game, which is something we we were worried about as slightly as I think he's definitely overcome that for now. Um, but he definitely has split opinion from the fan base. What's your take on him? Yeah, I, I think firstly, you know, most people's objective with, with two of this season was to keep him upright and keep him healthy, especially after, you know, those concussions last year. And and he's uh, he's not missed a minute. Um, well, apart from when he's been, you know, taken off during garbage time. Um, so that's a good thing. He seems to be falling over better. <laughs> and his uh, yeah, his taekwondo work seems to have paid off. So that's, you know, that that that's a positive. Um, I think, you know, first half of the season, I think he, he, he's he's leading the lead by on a lot of metrics, isn't he? And passing yards. I think uh, I think he's top three on touchdowns, perhaps. Um, but yeah, you're right. On those big moments, um, when he needs to put the team on his shoulders and and carry the team for a for a game winning touchdown, or, or that hasn't happened. Um, and you know, last week against the Bills was a was a prime example. Um, I thought the 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 contrast with with Joe Allen last week 
w was um, quite telling, really. I mean, Joe Allen seemed to thrive on the chaos, didn't he? When the mm -hmm. you know plays breaking down and he could make something happen, um, he liked the pressure. I, I think when Tua gets behind schedule and gets a bit of scoreboard pressure, yeah, he seems to he seems to struggle. And I think you know, <clears throat> and especially that offense is, you know, it, it's built around Tua and it's built about him releasing the ball quickly, and that pinpoint accuracy he has. Um, and you know that's that that type of style can can crumble sometimes when you know when the heat is on. So um, yeah, you're right. I mean, going to answer your question, going into the season, I think everyone's saying this is a make or break season for Tua, right? Now, now we know what, we're going to know what we're going to get. Um, and but we're still, as you say, the, the fan base is split, and we're we're still not sure. And I guess um, we have a decision to make in terms of paying him in uh uh in the off season um so yeah his 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 rookie contract is coming coming to a close isn't it yeah so, i mean i i do think that he sorry to interrupt you i i do think that um i think if he's done enough to get a contract now i don't think he should be looking at a big one i know daniel jones got one so maybe two will go down that route but um you know i he strikes me as a guy that would like to do a Tom Brady and sacrifice his own pay for the team. I do think, whether he, I thought Daniel Jones would be, to be honest, maybe not. But, you know, I think he probably knows that he's not the reason why, he, I, don't, I think he knows he's not the the, the big part of the offense. When you look at the, his, his, his talking recently in, in, a, in, a, in a press conference where he's talking about how, if you want to call me trash and fine, you know, call whole keeping receipts, uh, Rafa Benitez facts esque sort of uh, talk he had, and um, it's you know I, I do think that he seems like he's aware of that. So I don't know whether he'll take I don't know fifteen twenty million a year and he'd be fine with that. I don't know. I don't know how he'll work and his agent work. I think the agent's probably the big the big thing, the big um, denominator whether his agent will be uh, basically an arsehole or not an arsehole. So for me, yeah, I think I think we'll pay him. I think that. As long as Daniel's there, I think we will pay him. I think Daniel is he is McDaniel's guy. Um, now, with Daniel, whether he's the right coach in terms of winning you Super Bowls, I don't know. He's, he's still making some bad decisions coaching wise, but um, but yeah, I think as long as Daniel's there, uh, I, I do think ultimately too will get paid. But I I I believe I I hope he will. Um, I I don't believe he'll he'll demand um a big salary. Um, yeah. but you, you never know in the NFL. Uh, I think the whole the whole Bill Cosby Brown situation seems to have um, reset the market completely. So who knows? Um, now, defense-wise, um, I think that there's something we have to address because um, I think there's been times in games where the defense has really helped us win games. You look at the the the, the stop against the Cowboys, the well, the, sorry, the the fumble recovery against the Cowboys early on in the game. You look at the um, Maybe not the Ravens game. But you look at the Bills game. The 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 Jerome Baker. I think it was Jerome Baker the stop at the end of the second quarter to stop the Bills scoring when time ran out. So defense yep, is there. Yep. The defense can win you games. I think, especially with um, you know, we've got such such um sort of great players in our team, like such game changers, like Christian Wilkins, is fighting yeah. for his contract. And I think if we don't pay him, I think it'll be criminal. You know, you look at um Zach Cedars. I I love Zach. He's been. He has his moments, and you know Jaden Ramsey's there on our in our in our uh, secondary. So 
Do you think that, you know, you mentioned about being a potentially a low-scoring affair and the fact that it could be a very, very heavy affair on the offence, but do you think that maybe this game could be down to a defence-against-defence sort of um, matchup? I, I I think so. Um, as I said earlier, I think it will be low-scoring. I think the defences will be on top. And I think, um, and this is where our injuries will, um, you know, will make a difference. Um, because, you know, no, no team can, can lose the quality of... Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb. Um, Van, is Van Ginkle out for this one? I, I need to check that because I know it was looking uh, unlikely at one point this week. I need to check. Um, yeah, I think he may be out for the season. Um, actually, that rings a bell, actually. Um, yeah, he's on IR. Jerome Baker's on IR. Cameron Good's on IR. So the linebacker <laughs> core is uh, really so, definitely, it's just that defensive line and linebacker core is just completely. Uh, I know we signed, obviously, this week we made an addition. Uh, this came through the eyes of, I want to say, Justin Houston, it was. Um, but looking at our depth chart, you've got Jerome Baker, Jaden Phillips, Bradley Chubb, all on IR, Andrew Van Ginkle, Kean Crossan, and you've got Siobhan Holland, Deshaun Elliott, and David Howard questionable. I mean, that's on just on defence alone. Uh, offence, we've got most and Waddle as well. And it's just injuries are just too much. But, yeah, it's going to be... Really interesting. Who steps up at defensive line? So absolute crisis at linebacker. We, you know, we're hiring people who are sat on the sofa watching Netflix a week ago. Um, our two starting safeties are questionable. Did you say Elliot and uh, Holland? Yeah, and Howard as well. Uh, and yeah, and on the corners, a Howard out. So you know that's that's decimated. I mean, you know that said, um, up front still got Wilkins, still got Sealer. Um, those guys cause trouble, but um, you know, compare our, our our linebackers to the Chiefs linebackers. You know, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, um, they got Chris Jones up front. You know, they 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 their heavyweights are uh, are in place. Um, so you know, they I think you know, I think this Vic Fangio defense took a while to get going. I think you could probably cut the Finns regular season in half where the first half was all about the the offense and and Tyreek Hill and and Tua and the second half was 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 much about the the, the defense coming to the fore um uh you know Chubbs Phillips before he was injured Wilkins obviously Ramsey when when he came in um when he came back from injury um I think that was looking like an elite defense but you take those key pieces out um and there's only so much depth um but you know, guys, guys step up, don't they? I, you know, uh, I'm a Brandon Jones last week. Um, you know, stepped up, made some big plays. Um, but yeah, hopefully they can they can do it on the day. But I think, yeah, again, the, you know, the, the the Chiefs offense is not is not. I don't think as good as it was a year ago. Um, you know, I don't I don't rate their their receivers particularly. I think. I, I, I think Rice is playing. I think Tony is back if he's been forgiven. Oh, um, I, I think yeah. I, I, I don't know whether Chiefs fans will want him. Same with Vardis Scatling. Do they want him on the field at the moment? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but and obviously it's about Kelsey. But um, you know, we we kept Kelsey pretty quiet in 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 Frankfurt. And if you recall that Frankfurt game, I think um, I think we only conceded. Uh, Two touchdowns to their offense. They have the they have the defensive score as well, didn't they? When Tyreek Hill fumbled. Yeah, um, I got a feeling. I need. To, I got a feeling. I need to double check this. I think they shut us out in the first half, and we shut them out in the second half. I think 
that's right yeah they they it was 21 14 wasn't it I think. that's right yeah so um yeah 21 21 nil to the chiefs in the first half and then we scored 14 points in one quarter um and yeah no no one scores a single point in that fourth quarter so i think both defenses have um proved against the other team that they can they can do it but it's just yeah the injuries <clears throat> The other thing about that Frankfurt game, if I recall quite uh, correctly, that was, um, you know, they were one of the first defenses to 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 really confuse Tua. Um, they were doing lots of cute things like showing cover zero and then pulling people back, and then doing the opposite and having. I think that you know a couple of their couple of their cornerbacks got got some sacks in that game. I think they were doing. Um, uh, they they managed to um, put Tua off off his reads. I think. So um as we yeah, as I say, as 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 we did to them, we kept Kelsey very quiet in, in that game. So uh, you know, if we can take anything from that that game going into this one, then you know it could be it could be low scoring, it could be defenses on top. And so and, and then I guess things like turnovers make a difference. Um yeah, and and, and Tua is is seems to have a propensity for to to throw a an interception or two in recent weeks. So, yeah, slightly nervous on that one. Yeah, and I think there's, I think the Tyreek Hill drops has to, I think that has to be addressed because he has dropped, you know, a lot of the big games he's made drops. Look at the the Eagles game, game that I was, you could say fortunate, if not unfortunate to be at. Um, You look at the the Chiefs one, which obviously uh, resulted in that touchdown, defensive touchdown. Uh, the Ravens run for I think I think was really crucial in that game. If he kept if he caught that ball in the end zone, then who knows? And I want to say, did he drop the ball in the Bills game as well? I can't remember now. But um yeah, he, he's making as good as he's been. I think I do worry in a way that maybe the two thousand yard thing has become a distraction. So maybe now that's done, maybe we'll see a more of a even sort of um game plan because I think we saw Waddle at times getting frustrated in uh, press conferences about his lack of targets because I think the team seems so focused on down, especially down the stretch on getting Hill that 2,000 yards so I think now that's done with um, you know hopefully that will be put to an end now we can just focus on maybe giving everyone else a share of it but of course it is the game that we that's people thought we were robbed off start of the year and Tyreek Kill was turned to Arrowhead of course the game was in Germany um, which I do believe the Chiefs made sure it was that one to because it's all Hills chatter off season, but what do you think his reception will be like? Because he sort of left in a way, in a in a um somewhat of a weird way. Because of, I think he basically admitted on the podcast that he went for the money essentially, and they weren't going to pay him the money in Kansas City. But at the same time, you no, know, he was part of the Wasp play that when they won their first Super Bowl in fifty years, he was part of that team. So, how do you see that being in terms of the atmosphere being? Because I've been to Arrowhead and I can speak for myself that. It is by far the best sporting stadium I've been to for noise. Nothing. I've been to Marseille. I've been to Dortmund. I've been to games at you know all different sports. So I've never experienced anything as as loud as what I experienced in Arrowhead. So how do you see his reception being from the Chiefs fans? Uh, yeah, you, you you'd like to think they'd be courteous about it. What a big yeah, I mean, what I would say though, I mean, yeah, I, you, you're correct. You know, the, the Arrowhead is a. I've never been, but you know, you could you could just tell by by watching games that it's an absolute cauldron, um, and they absolutely get some home advantage. And you know, the Dolphins have struggled 
um, a little bit this season in uh, games on the road in in loud environments. They've they've some, they've sometimes struggled communicating on the field and so on. Um, it's possible though that this this could be another situation where the weather plays a role. Um, I, I don't know what you've heard, but but are they struggling to sell tickets for this? Yeah, I saw somewhere that um I think they're going for sixty five dollars, which for a playoff game is absolutely nuts. Now, I will say I've seen some Jets fans popping off and saying that it's because of us and not being diehard fans, but um I do think at the same time, realistically, you gotta think you gotta think your health sometimes. You've got to think, do you yeah. wanna travel and risk being on a on a flight with snow, having flights cancelled? Do you wanna risk, you know, I know, especially if you're of a certain age, you know being the cold that long, you know, hypothermia and all that. It's sometimes I think it's just sometimes not worth going. And I I don't think I could go in that weather. I mean, I think I'd love to go for the nostalgia of it, the snow game, but if you're a regular go to games, why would you want to spend that money um when you're gonna just be it's a risk to your health. So I I don't really think people should automatically I think if it was sunny day, I think I'd be I'd be a bit more like, oh yeah, why aren't our fans turning up? But I think, you know, I'm sure Chiefs fans could easily fill that up. So this looks like Chiefs fans aren't built on um, filling that up either. But um, yeah, it looks like it's really um, in demand. So that could certainly dampen the the, the usual atmosphere. Um, you know, I, I don't have concerns over the players because they, they've got all, all... Well, firstly, they're, they're top athletes. And then secondly, they've got, um, you know, all manner of heating technology and heated seats and so on. So I'm sure um, it, it did strike me well. <laughs> um you know, ordinarily you would you would like to get your kind of defense off the field, but would you like your defense sitting there in minus twenty for a, you know, while your offense is doing an eight minute drive? I don't know, but you no. Know, in in terms of the actual um, punters, you're absolutely right, and you know, I'm, I'm I don't know what it's like in reality. Perhaps you can tell me, but the Arrowhead always strikes me as uh, a stadium with with minimal kind of covering in the middle of nowhere if you were or certainly out of town and all you can see is car parks um i wouldn't want to be sat up in one of those high stands um i, <laughs> I really wouldn't no i mean it's the nearest you'll get in the nfl to a new camp in terms of um there is no i don't know whether the, the new the new sort of version will be like that but certainly when i went to new camp um, mm. it's literally there's no there's no back there's no back bit at all and um you know Obviously, it's almost a bit like you know. Um, I don't know if you watch The Simpsons, but when when Maud Flanders died and um, you know, she fell off the back of the stadium, and there was um, you know, there was no no back wall essentially, and um, yeah. So I think I was in that high seat as well. Um, I mean, thankfully it was early October, so the weather wasn't too bad then. But yeah, I can imagine um, you know, those who are saying I, I can imagine those are the ones that probably are the ones that have for sale. I think everyone probably has tried to get as far down close to the pitch as possible to be nearer to the players but yeah no it's um, certainly not a place you want to be if you're if you're if you're afraid of heights either yeah and it, you know it could you know heaven forbid but you know if, if someone does um you know get unwell or has has an incident because of the cold or potentially dies i think you know the nfl could be in a lot of trouble for staging mm -hmm. that game i i know they can't move these things around uh i know there's there's obviously a schedule um, you know, even having it in the evening, I don't know if there was ever an option to bring it forward. I know that would probably mean it would run concurrently with another, uh, you know, another playoff game. And I'm sure there's, you know, I'm sure they want to avoid that happening. But having it in the evening as well. And of course, for us Brits having to, you know, <laughs> stay up till 4 a.m. Um, but uh, at least we'll, at least I'll be in my, uh, my, um, my warm living room anyway.
<laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for me, it's sorry to interrupt you again, but um, I'll certainly be, I'm not a guy that will stay up at 1am. I tend to just normally record the games and watch them the next morning. Like last week, for example, I had work at 6.30 in the morning, so I I watched it. I've always resulted and watched it when I got in, so I think I'll be doing that again. Sunday morning job for me, I think, rather than rather than brave in the early hours. So, um, quick question for you then. So, um, who not not just on Dolphins Chiefs, but who do you think is going to get through the through through to the uh, divisional round from this well, weekend? Quick disclaimer: I have already done podcasts from other podcasts across the pod where we preview every single game with the fans of those teams, but. I went for the Tex no, the Browns beat the Texans. I went for the I did go for the Chiefs beat the Dolphins. Um went for Bills beat the Steelers. Uh I went for Packers, the, the Cowboys beat the Packers, Rams beat the Lions, and the Bucks beat the Eagles. Um, which I think that'll, that'll probably be the biggest shock result. But um I do right. think I do think the Packers potentially could be the ones that have the biggest I think the Packers could beat the Cowboys. I think yeah. so. City Fields and Lambeau, I'd have them winning it already. But at home, Dallas, they're they're so good there. But how are you feeling about the games? Who do you think is winning them? Yeah, I, I agree with most of those. Well, apart from the the nine and eight Buccaneers, <laughs> be, but I'd, I think they'll potentially be 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 one shark. I, I agree with you on um, Chiefs. I I think the Packers are looking good. I watched them last week. I thought they were really good. Um, Browns are good. I think Bill Steelers could be. I mean, that's, that's this is probably more heart than head, but uh, yeah, like the Steelers to do the the Bills, that would be uh, that would be fun. Um, so uh, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think if the Dolphins were to win as well, I think a Steelers win would be the best thing to happen to the Dolphins franchise in about twenty years because. If the Steelers beat the Bills, they will play the Ravens, which means that we would play, if we did win, the winners of Browns-Texans. And I think that that would be, I mean, obviously they are good teams, don't get me wrong. They're, they're um, you know, every team's in the playoffs is a good team. But I think if you if you give someone a start of the year, you're playing the Browns or the Texans on the road in the, in the divisional round, you would take that because I wouldn't yeah. want to play the Bills on the road. Wouldn't want, we're playing the Chiefs on the road, but I wouldn't want to play the Ravens on the road. And I think that to get one of those two teams, particularly if it's a Texans, I think that would be just fantastic. And um, yeah, so I think if we can beat the Chiefs, I think the Steelers would be, you know, I would, um, I would wear nothing but black and yellow on Monday at work if um, if that was the case. <laughs> I'd find a way to do it. But um, yeah, no, certainly that would be. I think that'll be the biggest shot. I think I think that will be the biggest margin of win for a team. I think the Bills will win them. I think especially without TJ Watt, I think they will win that quite convincingly. But you never know with the NFL. You never know in the playoffs. We've seen we've seen bigger shocks. So yeah, you never know. Yeah, there will be a shock or two. That's that's why we like this league. I think uh, you know my um <clears throat> my 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 not so much my prediction, but my hope for the start of the season was that the Finns would win a playoff game, mm. which no one has seen for a quarter of a century almost. Um, so that's still a hope. Um, it's uh, it's more hopeful now than confidence than than it was a few weeks ago but you know there's still hope and I think you know if we win who knows so it'll be good yeah I agree I agree and I think that it's um you know it, it's something I've never seen I'm sure you see maybe one in your lifetime but I've never seen the Dolphins host a playoff game 
I've only seen his win. I've only seen his play in two games. Will be three now as of Saturday. Uh, I've never seen his win a playoff game, and I, you know, there's certain things left in sport that I want to see that I've not seen. You know, I've seen Liverpool win the Premier League, and I've seen us win the Champions League. I've seen, you know, Wales make a walk up in the Euros, but that's still Dolphins winning a playoff game, Dolphins playing in and winning the Super Bowl. Are my probably one of my own things left, and Wales maybe winning the Rugby World Cup as well. And Lee Westwood winning a major, but um, yeah, there are only a few things left. But um, but yeah, certainly that's <laughs> certainly high up in that bucket list of things I've not seen yet. Um, I think that and Lee Westwood are probably the two for me. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, what a nice way to end the podcast. What a way to do it. So um, first of all, yeah, huge thank you to Matt once again for coming on. No problem at all. Thank you so much, Andy. Well, pleasure for having you, and hopefully, I'm messing you Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, saying you've won the game. Yes, I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe as well, actually, might be the same thing with the Bengals, because we've got currently the second longest streak um, without a playoff winner. I know that when the Bengals won their first playoff game in so many years, you, if, yeah. you send, if you send a text, bang on the game finishing, you could be the first person to send a text message saying the word <laughs> Bengals won a playoff game. And I think that 2000 was last time we won a playoff game, and I don't think there was texting as far back as that. So if you aren't listening, Dolphins fans, you know, if we win against the Chiefs and winning, say, by 10 points with three seconds left, get your phones out ready because you can, you can become, in history, the first person to send a text saying Dolphins win a playoff game. But maybe we'll jump in the gun too much. I think it'll be a hard game, but you never know. And hopefully we do it. Yeah, excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Uh... Yeah, me too. Should be a great encounter. For those watching at home or sorry, those listening at home to this podcast, enjoy the game. And finish up. <laughs>